0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everyone. It's your girl, Sonia McQueen, with your mind, your body, your choice. It is Monday. It is not Tuesday when my podcast is supposed to come out, and it's not Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday when it has come out quite often because I'm running late. I have something important to do tomorrow, and I thought, you know what? I'm excited. Let me get this podcast done and um, free my mind. So, I hope everybody had a beautiful weekend, as I said, it is Monday, um, July 25th, 2022, and today I want to talk about when you're against someone else, who wins? So, none of us like to lose, right? I, I don't like to lose an argument. Um... I don't fight anymore, but when I did fight, I'd never lost a fight, but I would have hated to lose a fight, I think. I don't know. I'm at an age now where it seems like everybody's taking boxing, (laughs) so me knowing boxing isn't going to work in my favor, and I'm 50 plus, and I'm a grandma, and the last thing on my mind is ever fighting, but that's not the kind of fighting I'm talking about, even though you can throw in some street fighting if you want, some uppercuts, I'm talking about when a husband and wife aren't getting along and they have kids, or even if they don't, if if parents are fighting with their kids, if cousins are beefing, if auntie is hating her sister, if you're hating your brother, when you have beef in the family, who actually wins? Because what I notice is... Everybody wants to be right. Nobody wants to be wrong. No one wants to concede the fight and say, you know what? Let's just agree to disagree. Or let's really sit down and talk about why we're not coming to terms. But people want to shout. You know when you yell, you're not heard. It just infuriates the other person. And it either A, becomes a shouting match or B, somebody shuts down. I am definitely the shut down person. I've only been with one person in my life that liked to argue and fuss and I would just say, all right then, okay then, because I didn't care. And the last thing I was going to do was waste my energy fussing. I, I think I've always been the, I'm not about to, have a tit for tat go back and forth with you told you my husband's the exception to everything so even though we don't raise our voices and we don't argue and we don't fuss and fight and all that when he has a point and I have a point I will do a debate and a back and forth forever if he would allow it but he doesn't so But other than that, I've just never been the arguing, fussing type. I'll just look at you, I'll smile, I'll say, okay, no problem, and keep it moving. Um, But I've been talking to a few people lately, and I'll hear things like, oh my gosh, Sonia, I was so mad. I was so mad, and I was screaming and yelling and and throwing stuff. And I want to scratch my head to that. You're throwing stuff in your own house? Does that mean you're breaking your own stuff that you're going to have to maybe replace or now you don't have something you spent your hard-earned money for? Or you're screaming and yelling to get a point across? That's really how you get your point across, by screaming and yelling? It's foreign to me, but when people are talking to me about things like that, I listen. And when I'm done listening, my question will nine times out of ten be how did that work out for you and nine times out of ten their answer will be oh they got mad or yeah i got them where i wanted them to be and they're fussing back and we're going at it who wins in that i i don't get it who wins in that um if you're not going to be mature enough to sit down and have a civil conversation when you don't agree with something your partner's doing or your 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 siblings are doing or your friend's doing, who do you think's gonna win that fight, that argument? And if you guys move past it and you never sat down, that's always gonna be at the back of both of your minds. You're both gonna think when you get upset again, here we go again, because you never confronted the issue that came up beforehand. And what happens is when you don't confront something and you just let it go and you move on, the next time it's gonna compound whatever the situation is to the point where one day you're really gonna explode. I'll give you a great example. So you and your friend get into an argument because you let them use your car, they used up all your gas, didn't put a nickel in. Gas is $4.99 a, a gallon, where I am now. It's down from five, uh, whatever it was. So woohoo! it's four ninety nine a gallon. They used up all your gas. You had a full tank. They just asked, could they go to store? You went to sleep because you work nights. You come back, and your car is under a quarter of a tank. The car you just spent $89 filling up is under a quarter of a day. So you go to your friend, hey, I, I was cool. I let you use my car. I need gas money. And they start running down the stuff they've done for you. Now you're mad. What's that got to do with the fact you just used my car? Now they're emphatic about the fact you want money from them. And how dare you want money after all I've done for you over these years. And now you're mad. And you two are going at it, going at it, going at it. And finally, you got to go to work. You get to work and you're like, you know what, it's not worth my friendship, whatever it is. It is what it is. And then a month later, I'm going to give you a whole month because you're at the house and the deal is if you cook, they clean the dishes. If they cook, you clean the dishes. And you cook and you wake up the next morning all the dirty dishes are in the sink. And they're like, hey, I worked and you were off yesterday. And you're like, yeah, but that's not the deal. The deal is if I cook, you wash the dishes. And now they're mad because you expected them to wash the dishes even though they worked that day. They worked the previous days. You were home, so you cooked, so they feel like you should have washed dishes. And y'all go at it about that because that wasn't the deal. And you just let it go. And then situation after situation happens like that. And you guys get mad at each other. You yell and fuss. And then y'all just let it go. And then one day, you're sitting at the table with your roommate friend, and they're eating and they're talking to you while they're eating and they're laughing about something and they got food in their mouth while they're talking and it's the most disgusting thing in the world to you now this person's been doing this since you've known them for 15 years and you've jokingly told them even though you're serious you know how disgusting that is to talk with a mouthful of food and you know maybe sometimes it's spitting and, and it's just disgusting and they're eating like a pig and You just want them to stop, but, you know, you've been dealing with it for years and years and years, but this particular day, it's more disgusting than any other day. And you lose your freaking mind. You don't care about the friendship. You want them to get out or you'll get out or whatever. And they are dumbfounded by the fact that something that they've been doing for all their life, just about has now pushed you over the edge. And I'm here to tell you, my friends, it pushed you over the edge because everything else that they have been doing has brought you to this moment to where it's, what's the saying? I couldn't take another thing. It's something you've been dealing with for 15 years, but now it's more disgusting than any other time and you just can't take another thing. Even the way they walk now is just disgusting and irritating. When they smile, you think they look like a monkey. It, whatever it is, they, they look like a, 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 a fool to you. And you're tired. You feel like you've been taken advantage of. But it was that last little bitty nothing thing that they've been doing forever that pushed you over the edge. It's called not confronting what needs to be confronted. That's what happens when spouses get into an argument and then they go have sex and they feel like everything's good, but they never confronted what they were arguing about. They never confronted it. So when it happens again, they're back at it again over the same issue. When you sit down and you have a civil conversation with somebody, my husband always says, I don't want to be right, I just want you to be happy. It's not about who's right and who's wrong. It's just about confronting things, to see each other's point of view, even if you don't agree at the end of the day. At least you know, okay, I really don't agree with you, with the way you feel about this or the way you see this, but you see the way I see it, and I see the way you see it, and it's not such a big deal that it's something we've got to sit down and come to terms and come to an agreement there are some things you can't just say you know what let's agree to disagree if you have kids and your child is spiraling out of control and your 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 one mate is like you know what when I was that age I smoked weed I drank I didn't do my homework and look I turned out great I ended up going to college late. I went at 25, but I went to college. I got my degree. I kept on. I got my masters. And look at me now. Look at me now. I'm great. I'm awesome. And the other parents are like, I don't give a damn what you did when you were a kid. This is our child. You know what you did when you were younger was wrong. And we cannot allow our child to spiral and do drugs and drink and not do their homework. We gotta, we gotta get a hold of this right now. Those aren't the kind of things you can just let go and say, you know what, let's agree to disagree, smile, and skip off. No, that's something you've got to confront. You see a a sibling, and you know that sibling is abusive to their kids or to their mate or whatever. And you're like, oh, well, it's not any of my business. Let me go over here. But it is. That's your family. At the end of the day, that's your family. Why is your sibling abusive? Were you guys abused as a child? If so, you guys need counseling. Confront that. Get a hold of it before a child is killed or seriously hurt or a mate is seriously hurt. There are just some things you can't just agree to disagree or just say, You know what? Let me throw up my hands. That's not my business. Let me walk away. There are certain things you just can't do that with. But there are certain things you can. There are certain things you can. And that's okay too. You know, um, me and my husband might see a situation differently. I see it as pink and purple, he sees it as blue and green. And we could sit down and he could say, hey, I understand why you see it that way. But. I still see it this way. And I say, okay. And I understand why you see it that way. But I'm not changing my thought on why I see it this way. And we shake hands, we fist bump, we good, right? If I decide, you know what, Q, what do you want for dinner? And he says, you know what, make some of your good jerk chicken. All right. And then I go in the deep freezer and I think, yeah, the chicken is under all this other stuff that I need to make it it's under all this other chicken and this and I don't feel like freezing my hands I'm just going to go ahead and take out this hamburger and make some spaghetti take out some hamburger some turkey and some sausage and I'm making some spaghetti and call it a day he's not going to come home and we get into a full blown out fight over him having spaghetti the dude eating and I'm cooking he's happy now he might say something like oh, I got my mouth all ready for your your uh, jerk chicken I'm like yeah but the chicken was too deep in the freezer we're gonna laugh we're gonna let it go I brought that up to say I actually talked to somebody whose husband requested something for dinner and she said okay but she goes in their freezer and they don't have what he wanted whatever the meat was I'm just gonna say spare ribs he wanted ribs for dinner and she looked in there and there were no ribs And she didn't want to go to the store, spend $30 on a pack of ribs, come home. So she took out something that was already in the freezer. And she cooked it. And the other thing she said she could have done was went and bought some ribs. But he likes her ribs. So she said she just took out something else out of the freezer and thought, you know what, this week when I go shopping, I'll I'll get some ribs and I'll make my honey some ribs later. He had a full fit when he got home and seen there weren't ribs. Forget the fact his wife just laid in the kitchen to make him a beautiful meal. Because she's like me. She cooks from scratch. Forget that. Forget the fact that she works just like he does. And she worked and came home and fixed that meal. Forget all that. It was just the fact he didn't get what he wanted. And he started calling her every name you could imagine that you don't call somebody you claim to love. When she got upset, she started crying. And he was like, there you go with that crying crap again. Now, I don't know him, I know her. And I know how sweet and kind and loving she is. So I could just imagine how much she was hurt. And her answer to that was, do you want me to go get you some ribs? That's the kind of loving person she is. He didn't want her food. He didn't want her to go get the ribs. He left the house. (laughs) He left the house. Said he just had to get out of there. All that over some damn ribs. So, let me tell you the kind of person I am. I fixed you a dinner. It's not what you asked for, but I fixed you a nice homemade dinner. I work full time. You work full time. I'm the one who does all the cooking. You come home. It's not what you expected, and you lose your mind. I'm going to sit back and look at you, lose your mind. And when you're done losing your mind, I'm going to ask you, you're going to eat this food or not? You tell me, hell no, I don't want this food, no problem. I'm going to get up, I'm going to put up all the food, I'm going to my room and I'm shutting the door, and I'm going to do some reading. And after I calm down, because believe me, I'm going to be hot. I'm going to be hot, I'm just not going to match your energy. After I'm done doing all that, I'm going to have to come ask you, what set you off to act like that? Because if you're with me, that's not normal behavior. What set you off? Because nine times out of 10, which is now my favorite um, fraction, it's something that either happened during the day or it's something that's building up in that person. I'm not going to match your energy. My feelings will be hurt, I'm not going to lie, but I'm going to separate myself from you. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to walk away. I'm going to go to the room and shut the door, and if you come in there with that energy, I don't know what I'm going to do. And that's just being honest. I might jump to my feet and say, you know what, I'm trying to get away from you, and you're following me with your foolishness, so I'm going to walk away again. Please do not follow me because... I don't want this to end up in more than what it is right now. I am pretty calm, cool, and collected, even when I'm mad now. I used to not be like that. And some of you who know me, who listen to this, know all my built-up tension and anger and everything else from my childhood was displayed fully when I got upset, when I turned about 18. From that age to about 30. I would explode. Never argue. Never raise my voice. Never had a back and forth. It was all in my hands. And I don't know exactly. Well, I did. I learned later why I was so explosive. Um, But the point is, I'm proud of myself that over the last 20 years, I can look and just walk away. And I can express myself later um, and say exactly how I feel, but everybody's not like that. You start yelling at some people, they're gonna match that and it's gonna become a yelling screaming match. Who hears that? Think about it. If you're one of those people who you get upset and you start screaming and yelling, who really hears what you're saying? Are you really getting your point across? by acting like a two-year-old having a tantrum. Are you? If you're the type to say, I'm going to get back at you and you do some childish things to get back at your friend or your partner or your sibling or your whatever, does that make you the better person because you got back at them instead of having a conversation? It absolutely makes you the smaller person. I watch a lot of court TV. As a matter of fact, that's pretty much all I watch. I watch from uh, Judge Judy's, my favorite. She has Judy Justice now. Um, I could watch Judge Mathis. I watch the People's Court. I don't care. I watch just court shows. I love the Cutlers. I love um, Paternity Court. I, I love those shows. My favorite judge of all time, besides Judge Judy, was Lynn Tobler. And I hate the word tabler. I hate that she got off the the stand. But anyway, I'm forever watching shows where I got back at him, so I slept with his friend. I got back at her, so I slept with her best friend. I got back at him, so I bleached all his clothes. I broke up his TV and his PlayStation and his phones. I, I took her phone, and I threw it in the trash and threw it away, and... I took her clothes and took them to Goodwill. These are the craziest things I've ever heard. You know what hurts a mate more than anything when they are treating you bad? For you to leave. For you to pack up your stuff because you know your worth and you leave. Better yet, if it's your place, you pack up their stuff and you take it to their mama's house and you say that's where your stuff is and that's where you need to be because you don't have to deal with it. That's how you get somebody who's treating you badly. I don't mean it's something simple and now you didn't get your way and you're telling them to get out. That's just childish as well. That's extremely childish. When somebody's staying with you and every time they make you mad, you're telling them to get out. Don't be that person either. But you win by choosing you. You win by making yourself important and not letting people treat you any kind of way. That's how you win. You don't win with a tit for tat. You don't win with a back and forth. You don't win by yelling and screaming and acting a complete donkey. You don't win by doing any of that. You win by taking the higher road. That's what you do. I'll never forget I had a a friend I really loved this friend, you know, I thought we were really close. We were like sisters. And she accused me of calling child protective services on her. Um, We didn't see each other for several months, and then we did see each other again. And I tried to fall back right into that friendship, and she kept accusing me of calling social services on her when we first... Separated. We didn't fall out. Um, she had a, uh, a boyfriend who was extremely toxic. And we all lived together. And he one day just kind of lost his mind, pulled out a knife or a gun. I don't remember what he had pulled out, what he had done. Um, but it pushed me to say, you know what? I can't be around this. Uh, my life is worth more than this. I packed up. I left. And when I left, she thought I'd call social, uh, Child Services because apparently somebody called Child Services. She had a child, just like I had a child, and she kept telling me, you know you did it. Just admit it, and we can move forward, and I kept telling her, I didn't call Child Protective Services on you, and if I did, I'd tell you I did. And so one day she was like, you know what, let's just fight. I think that we would both be happier if we just got into one good fight and let out all this energy and I was thinking to myself if I fight this girl I'm gonna kill her that's what was in my head but instead I was like I don't want to fight you I don't want to fight you and she kept thinking i was scared I wasn't scared in the way she thought I was scared I definitely wasn't especially when she was talking about she was gonna scratch my face up And pull my hair out. I I don't know who fights like that, but I don't scratch or pull hair. So I was like, I'm not going to fight you. And of course, our friendship dissolved quickly. It dissolved quickly because she was accusing me of something that wasn't true. And then she wanted to fight about it. And I didn't want to go there. So the friendship dissolved. I went on about my life, she went on about hers I see her on social media She sent me a friend's request, I accepted it It looks like she is doing awesome And I'm very happy for her Very happy for her Now let's flip that She says to me You know you called them And I start going off I'm going off and now she's going off And next thing you know One of us put our hands on the other And it becomes a full fledged fight and either A, somebody ends up in jail and somebody else ends up in the hospital, which is usually how fights go, or B, we both end up in jail, or C, it escalates to the point where somebody ends up six feet under and somebody else ends up in jail or on the run. That could go any kind of way, any kind of way. Now think about what caused However that ended up, somebody accusing you of something that's not true, let's even say it was true, and I called, and I just didn't want to tell her I called because I didn't want to end the friendship. Still look at how that ended up over something so insignificant, and that's how so many fights are. They're insignificant, valueless. That grow Because they're not confronted And next thing you know All hell breaks loose Over somebody chewing with their mouth open (laughs) I really want you guys to think about this Because I really want to know who wins When You fight No matter who we is Or who you are excuse that, that's my work fault. Who wins? The kids lose when mommy and daddy are fighting. And then, that's how generational curses start. Siblings don't get along and they fight. The parents aren't happy because now every holiday you want Tommy and Greg there and And Greg hates Tommy, so Tommy's coming, I'm not coming, or I'm going to come, but there's going to be some foolishness. When best friends from years and years and years start beefing over little bitty things, or things that aren't important, who wins? Uh, I I think I've told this story before, but just in case, I'm going to end on this. When my friend uh, Joanne was murdered, I never thought I'd get another friend like that, and
1: I got one,
0: and I was just so happy. And I loved this girl, and I know she loved me. And and she could come into my house; she had a key, I believe. And I go to her house, and we just hung together. And she had my back, and God knows I had her back. And I loved her kids, and she loved mine. And I'd have hers, and she'd have mine. And blah 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 blah. And then I wrote my book. And I said this before, I didn't know anybody who wrote a book before I wrote mine. My first book came out in 2004, and since then, I've helped countless people write books, and she was one of them. I would send her stuff, and she would write these books, and I supported her. And She is a master on social media, a master on social media. And she got a great following, and when her book came out, she was selling them by the masses. And she was writing book after book, and I was so proud. I was so proud. And all of a sudden, she said I was jealous of her because her books were doing better, and I couldn't understand it. I was like, wait, your books are doing magnificent. I'm very proud of you. But I have a manager. I'm traveling all over doing speaking engagements. I'm on all these radio shows. My book was just a vessel to get me to this other part. Matter of fact, I didn't even want to release my book. It's so sensitive and it's about my life and my screw-ups. Why would I be jealous? So we fell out. And we didn't talk for months, maybe even years. And then she reached out to me again. And we tried to pick up from where we were before so much so you know I started communicating with kids and so on and so forth and then I think that because we never really confronted the first situation another situation came up she asked to borrow money and I was like hey I don't have it right now but in two weeks I'll let you borrow whatever you need Um, I left one job and I'm going to this other job but in a couple of weeks I can lend you whatever I called her one day and said hey my friend lives up there with you is homeless she's sleeping in her truck can you please call a shelter or give her information on shelters out there and let her know where she can go because it's already dangerous for a woman to be homeless but sleeping in her car is just scary so after that I didn't hear from my friend For over a week and we talked every day so I called her and she finally told me she said you know I just was very insulted that you were looking out for your friend but when I asked to borrow money you told me no and I'm telling you guys and please 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 I'm Sonia, S O N Y A dot artist, A R T is Tango, I S, at ymail dot com. dot artist at ymail dot com. Please send me a message if you don't see my point of view. Even though I've let this go, but still, I've never actually talked about this. But she actually was mad because she thought I was putting my other friend over her. And I was scratching my head. This other girl is homeless. I didn't ask you to give her a nickel. I didn't ask you to put her up. I didn't ask you to get her a hotel. I just asked you to call her and tell her about shelters in the area. You asked me for $1,500. I told you I'd give it to you in two weeks. Where do they even match? So of course I was disgusted and apparently she was disgusted and we never spoke again. That's been years. We never spoke again. So I'm not worried about her hearing the podcast. um, But even if she does, you know, it's no big deal because this is honest and true. So I honestly feel as though because we never confronted the first situation, which I don't even know where that situation came from. What made her think I was jealous? What made her think that I wasn't rocking for her? We never sat down and had, or not even sit down because we live in different states, but we never had a heart to heart about that. So when this other situation came up, it was compounded. And it was the end of a a, a couple of decade long friendship. And I was okay with it. I really was because I just didn't feel the energy to care. And apparently it was the same way on her end. But I'm telling you guys, when you don't confront an issue, it becomes compounded. And then the next issue just adds on to that. And you can smile and you can laugh and you can act like it's all good and hunky-dory, but if you don't confront stuff, it's not. And in the end, who ends up winning? Right, you guys I hope everybody has a beautiful day and I hope my message was well received received with love the way I wanted to be received and um, actually as I was talking I noticed a couple of things about myself so it was well received for me all my speaking doesn't mean that I sat down and rehearsed as you guys know I speak off the top of my head and sometimes things will hit me and Um, that's what I speak about and last time I went out for my very long walk 11 miles I was thinking of a situation which I didn't even mention here and I was thinking man everybody lost out on that everybody nobody talks anymore because of this situation which was minute and it was blown up like a huge air balloon nobody wins and nobody won. And that's what brought this up today. So you guys have a beautiful day. And um, artist at Ymail.com if you have a comment. Thank you so much. And enjoy your beautiful day. Oh, you can find me on Facebook too. I'm Sonya McQueen on Facebook. Sonya McQueen. I got to be the only Sonia McQueen on Facebook. Right, take care.